It's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got an opinion? Make your voice heard on the law offices of Rod Polston, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Yeah, but it's good. You know, you, you can correct some egregious errors for it, like that one. Uh, should have been, you know, should have been corrected. And I think they do a great job of it in today's game of doing it relatively quickly, maybe not always, but trying to get it right. Um, everybody's too invested, not just players, coaches, fans. Um, you know, there's so much that rides on each game in football. You know, so uh, it's the right thing to do, to get it right. Um, and that's what replays for. And uh, and for the most part, it really works pretty well, I think. Uh, you know, the games I see, they, they you know, they do get it right. And it makes a difference in, in, in the game. It is The Rush. Tyler McComas and Josh Helmer inside the Brown O'Haver studios. There's Bob Stoop saying that, yeah, Replay has come a long way since 2006. Well, let's hope that is the case when OU faces Oregon in exactly uh, one week from now, right? Let's hope Bob's right and replay has come a long way because I think for the most part he is correct, but there are some times where we see the uh, result of a play after they go to the replay monitors for about five minutes and we're like, huh? How do you miss that? I saw that at home on my... Uh, 52-inch television screen that that was definitely the wrong call. But he is right. Replays come a long way. Let's just hope OU uh, doesn't get screwed again like they did in 2006 in Eugene. Let's just it's hope. pretty rare that anything as egregious as what happened to Oklahoma in that 2006 Oregon game happens. I mean, if it's, if it's that clear and obvious, in today's game it gets reversed. Yeah, that was – I feel like that was right in the beginning of kind of the instant replay era, you know? Do you think um, they even looked at the replay? I think they looked at the replay. I think that they looked at the wrong thing, though. I, I think that they looked at the replay and didn't realize that OU recovered the ball. didn't matter if, you know, Oregon touched it or not before it went 10 yards. They looked for the wrong thing, and, and how do you not realize that OU actually recovered the football? That's what you get. <laughs> Pretty dumb, man. Not good. Pretty dumb. Uh, by the way, speaking of the Alamo Bowl, the uh, Two Deep, uh, I guess, was released for that. And really for the guys that have opted out of the bowl game, uh, you got Grimes. He'll be starting for uh, Isaiah Thomas at defensive end. Uh, Coe will be in for Winfrey right in the middle of the defensive line. Stripling in for Benito at outside backer. And you're going to have Deshaun White, David Ahuebu in for Brian Osamo at linebacker. Trayvon West, uh, Trevon West is going to start at wide receiver for Jaden Hazelwood. And here's what I said, you know, initially after all these opt-outs, after uh, Isaiah Thomas, Winfrey, Benito, uh, Osamoa, and, and Hazelwood obviously transferring to Arkansas. This could be best-case scenario, honestly, because those guys weren't going to come back as it is. So if you're able to win this game against Oregon, those guys are able to get quality practice reps for, you know, two, two and a half weeks, however long, and then they play well in the bowl game. I mean, initially you were kind of upset with these guys for opting out, but I think it could, 
I think it could work out extremely well if, if, if Grimes and Co. and Stripling and Uwebu and you know Trevon West goes in there and makes some catches. It could end up being a pretty good thing. You might we might come out saying, hey, it actually was a pretty good thing. These guys opted out. You got some other guys get some reps. They played well, and it didn't matter. They won the football game anyway. And, and you can come away feeling a lot better going into next season. Uh, uh, other guys too. Uh, Ethan Downs, I would expect, will get plenty of run in this game. Danny Stutzman. Uh, I, I would imagine plays a, a fair bit for Oklahoma. So, yes, it, it can turn into a positive. If these guys step up and go make plays, you know, Grimes has seen uh, quite a few snaps over the season, just north of 270 snaps, and has has produced with them. Four quarterback hurries, some sacks, and you need that production, though. I mean, it it needs to, yeah. to go up a, a hefty notch. Normally, you know, the teams that have super high expectations going into a year are the team that finished the previous year strong and, you know, won their bowl game and looked impressive. Does a win or loss have any bearing whatsoever on the 2022 expectations for OU? Yes. You think so? I do. Okay. Yes. It, how so? If Caleb Williams goes out and throws for – 300-plus yards, you know, three or more touchdowns and doesn't turn it over, and then some of these guys defensively play well. If, say, Stutzman gets out there uh, in addition to Deshaun White and David Aguebu at linebacker and he winds up with an 11-tackle day or something, I think that would be encouraging as you project into next season. Grimes, similar story for him, but really – Caleb Williams, if he plays great in this Alamo Bowl versus Oregon, takes care of the football, and then shortly thereafter makes the decision known that he's coming back to OU, makes that announcement, then I think you win the game and you head into next season with a ton of momentum, and all of a sudden, as compared to like if Caleb Williams plays this bowl game and gets picked off two or three times and OU loses it and these guys defensively don't look all that great filling in for Benito and Isaiah Thomas and Winfrey and Osimo just across the board collectively. If OU goes out and loses by, say, 14 or 17 points to an Oregon team that, need I remind you, got beat handily twice by Utah, I mean – that would be, I think, discouraging as you project into next season. Sure. And I could see OU under that scenario not necessarily being a top 10 team going into next yeah, year. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, uh, I don't think if OU were to win this game 41 to 14, they'll be the number two preseason team like they were this year. I don't think that's going to happen. But, like, will there be a more serious conversation about a college football playoff berth next year if they beat Oregon or maybe even roll Oregon? Versus, you know, losing by 14, 17 points. Yeah, I think that that's accurate. And now, I do believe that whatever happens in this game against Oregon, in in no way will, will it result in anything good or bad happening in 2022. But that wasn't the question. The question was about expectations. And in your response, I, I agree with you. If OU looks super impressive, um, it will impact their preseason expectations nationally. Maybe not around here. But I think what their preseason ranking is, sure. I mean, my God, we see it with Texas every single year. Every time they play in the Alamo Bowl, they beat someone up who is a crappy Pac-12 team, and it's, whoa, here comes Texas. Look at Casey Thompson. Here they come, baby. Casey Thompson was throwing dimes. Wow. Did you see what he did did to the Buffs? Whoa. I mean, they're coming out hot. And and this is a good Oregon opponent. 
Yeah, sure. There's something yeah. to, to take from this if you go play well and win this game somewhat convincingly for Oklahoma and Caleb Williams plays well. And quite frankly, we kind of need to see Caleb Williams play well against a team that we perceive to be top 20, top 15 type good. Is... 2023 going to be looked at as all right that's their first real major opportunity with Brent Venables yeah and, and not that they're going to get some big time pass in 2022 you know yeah. how it works no, around no, no, here. I know. Yeah. but it, it, it will be similar depending on how next year plays out but just on paper right now asking me the question yes year two w- will be perceived if Williams elects to stay in Norman and puts together another great year next season, the 23 season will be the year that it's expected. Okay, time to be serious about being a national championship contender. Well, first off, spoiler alert for everyone. Um, I am going to pick OU to win the Alamo Bowl, and I'm probably going to pick them to do so by 7 and 10 points. So let's just go off of that, right? Let's operate under the assumption that OU wins by 10 points over Oregon in the Alamo Bowl. I quickly jotted down what I think the preseason top eight will look like next year. Tell me what you think. Alabama won. Bama will be at one, yes, with uh, Bryce Young coming back. Georgia is going to be at number two. Ohio State is going to be at number three. Michigan at four. Clemson at five. OU at six. Notre Dame at seven. Baylor at eight. That's pretty good. Pretty good. I'm trying to think. uh, Cincinnati will take a big step back next year. I think. Yeah, who who else would even be maybe considered as left U- out of that group? USC, no way. Um, Oregon loses Thibodeau. They lose their you know leading wide receiver. They got curb stomped by Utah, and if they lose to OU again, they won't have as high preseason aspirations, especially with the first-year head coach, right? Um, unless you think A&M with a young quarterback is going to break through, there's not really anyone that I think definitely deserves to be in that conversation. And – what can they do at quarter quarterback between now and then that would change? Yeah, I mean the they, they they've got a freshman five star coming in, but I look I, we've been high on true freshmen. We were high on true freshmen this year. We we saw the good in it and we saw the bad in it at some time. So I'm not going to sit here and hold my breath that a true freshman is going to get A and M over the hump next year. And like probably Michigan State too, right behind all of those teams. E- well, yeah, 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 somewhere right around there. Yeah. Maybe at nine or ten, somewhere, somewhere along there. That's a good working list. Yeah, uh, I Peyton says I know recruits don't put all their stock into one game, especially a bowl game, but it would help keep some momentum going there as well, keeping the good vibes. I definitely agree with that. Uh, what happened to Levi Draper? I thought he was going to be big time. That is a I got I got to hand it to you. That's a pretty random text here at three fifteen on a Wednesday afternoon. Levi Draper transferred to Arkansas last year. And I believe he got injured last season. I don't know if he can come back next year or not. I don't know. But I, he, he was at Arkansas this year. And suffice it to say that I think Oklahoma is going to be just fine yeah. at linebacker moving forward. Uh, A&M's getting Max Johnson, correct. Michigan State losing Kenneth Walker. So I don't know if they will be a top 10 team if they're losing their best player. Well, if they're getting Max Johnson, they're, they're probably we shouldn't even rank him in the top 20. Yeah, LSU was not good this year. Mostly because of Max Johnson. We might need yeah. to we might need to rescind any votes for A and M if they're going to start him. Has OU released any news if any players have COVID nineteen? Worried about the game being played? No, nothing, nothing. But it, and honestly, you 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 probably won't hear anything 
until the bowl game takes place. If there's a couple missing guys, it might be like, yeah, they had COVID and they missed, but probably news probably isn't going to trickle out about select OU players not being available for the bowl. No, we, we, we won't hear about specific guys. That'll be one of the first questions that Bob Stoops gets the next time uh, he Zooms with the media, though, no doubt. This is Jeff from Midwest City. The replay official from the OU Oregon game has been banned from being a replay official and banned from NCAA football games for life. It wasn't an intentional, egregious mistake. Mm. <laughs> well, and the, the whole crew was banned for the following week. Uh, the bashing of Missouri continues, which I love. Mizzou has only made a bowl game 33 times in their history. They have lost to OU 67 times. They literally have 34 more losses to OU <laughs> than they have bowl berths. If one of the gifts of the SEC can be, you know, making fun of Missouri, if Blinken Riley can all of a sudden come up with stats to uh, just shame Mizzou on a week-in, week-out basis, I'm, I'm ready to go next year. I'm all about it. I am all about it. Please, just don't put us in a pod with them. We we don't need it. Mizzou fans keyed my truck at Arrowhead Stadium at the Big 12 Championship game. I hate those guys. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. Uh, I can't read that one. Joe Washington's run in 75 and the Mizzou fans were stealing OU fans' hats pre- and post-game. Little Joe shut their mouths, especially after the two-point try to beat them. Little Joe. Uh, I was at the OU Missouri Big 12 Championship game in the Alamo Dome. Gerald McCoy runs him down in backfield. Chase Daniel gets mad, walks off field, goes to bench, and picks his nose and eats it. <laughs> yes, we all know Chase Daniel is the booger eater. How can you guys leave Texas out of the preseason top 10 for next year? Aren't they always in the preseason top 10? Yeah, along with that top eight that I jotted down, I did jot down Texas will be 22 or 23. Go ahead and mark it down. <laughs> they, they will sneak into the top 20. Even after going 5-7, and seven, it'll be, well, hey, look at that offensive line class they're bringing in. Hey, they got Quinn Ewers coming in. And, hey, it is year two of Sark's system, so watch out. Yeah, I, I don't doubt for a minute that even though they went 5-7 and seven this year, even though they had, like, what, five, six straight losses this season, even though they lost to Kansas at home, oh, oh Texas will be ranked preseason. No doubt about it. And I know that it's hard to believe right now, but but trust me, nobody owns or wins the offseason quite like the Texas Longhorns. By March or April, you will be led to believe that they're going to break through and make a Big 12 championship game this year. That is accurate. Have Gia and the Pole Assassin, have they entered the transfer portal yet, or are they sticking around? I think that they're probably sticking around because they don't have any other options. Well, that, that, is, that is great news. Texas is close. That's on the text line. That is funny. However, when you go 5-7 and seven and lose to Kansas and finish, what, 8th, ninth, ninth in the conference like they did, uh, I do not think that they are close. I don't think that they're much uh, close to much of anything right now. I saw Just a list uh, yesterday from USA Today Sports, too, that had Sarkeesian originally was the number three head coaching hire going into this year, and they still had him at number nine. Out of I forget how many coaches, but the the ending of their description for Sark was even well, but they got a lot of momentum recruiting. Are you serious? Yeah, it's like oh my goodness. Okay, yeah. Well, they've had momentum recruiting for about forty years now, and and what has that gotten them? 
the decade of suck here recently. That's what they've gotten them. 651-3439 is the Air Cover Solutions text line. We'll talk to Chris Landry of LandryFootball.com coming up at about 335. Hour number two of The Rush rolls on next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. This is your home for Sooner Fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Hey, Seth, you keep giving the gifts that keep giving all year long, especially during the Great Savings event. Andy, we give the most at Seth Wadley Buick GMC in Pauls Valley all the time. I hear you're giving major savings during the Great Savings event. At Seth Wadley, sure we're having a sale. But every month, year in and year out, we give our customers the best prices and the best customer service because we want your business for life. Whether it's new or used trucks, you always have the best selection, especially now at Seth Wadley Buick GMC in Pauls Valley. Come see millions of truck inventory for you to save on. There's a reason why Seth Wadley Buick GMC Chevy is the store with more. We give more discounts, more selection, and more for your trade. In fact, we'll buy your car or truck even if you don't buy from us. Tell them why you're the truck king out here in the country, Seth. That's our promise of oil changes and engines for life on newer used gas or diesel and no additional cost to you. So get to the store with more. Seth Wadley Buick GMC on the east side of I-35 at exit 72 in Falls Valley. Or click SethWadleyGMC.com. GMC, we are professional great. Entrepreneurs and Moore Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. Moore Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, Moore Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about Moore Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. An energy savings agreement from Air Comfort Solutions can maximize your home's energy efficiency. It can keep your AC and furnace systems working properly all year long and save you money by reducing costs from separate AC and furnace tune-up. Those aren't the only benefits, though. You'll get 15% off HVAC repairs, same-day service, a spring and fall tune-up, and no overtime charges. Save energy, time, and money all year long with Air Comfort Solutions Energy Savings Agreement. Call 721-3740 or visit aircomfortsolutions.com. During the holidays, we at Armstrong Bank want to pause and reflect on what's important to us, our customers, our communities, and our bankers. I'm Josh Edge, Market President of Armstrong Bank in Norman. As a true community bank, our customers are like family to us. We stand ready to serve you this holiday season and beyond. However you choose to bank with us, in person, online, or over the phone. From our Armstrong Bank family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Armstrong Doc Bank, member FDIC. Are you ready for your holiday office party this year? Sooner Bowling Center knows that after last year, a lot of you missed out on that great annual tradition. With private rooms, catering, a full service bar, and a game room, plus their new patio, it is the perfect place to host your party this year. Call today to book your party with Sooner Bowling Center, 360-3634, or visit SoonerBowl.com. And don't forget Social Butterfly Catering for all of your holiday events at your home or your office, 405-360-3634 today. For the Sooners, this bowl season means duck season. I say it's duck season, and I say fire! And the Sooners will have a bit of revenge on their minds. Well, you don't want me talking about the 2006 game. <laughs> 
Keep it tuned to the Ref Radio Sports Network for all of the best coverage of the Sooners taking on the Oregon Ducks in the Alamo Bowl. Presented by Windstone Construction. Building on your land or theirs. Windstone Construction is your premier home builder and bring you all of our coverage of the Alamo Bowl. Make the right call. Remember the Alamo! Remember, the Ref is your home for all of your Alamo Bowl coverage. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Josh Helmer in for Teddy Lehman today. It's hour number two of, a rush, of the rush right here on the Jukebox Wednesday. Cavens Construction Group is bringing you hour number two of the rush, and they are specializing in facilities maintenance and residential roofing. Give Cavens a call today, 405-573-3048, or visit cavensconstruction.com. Cavens Construction Group, that's 405-573-3048. Go check them out today. And... Uh, if you just go around Norman, I promise you'll see a Cavens truck or Cavens doing something around town. They are out and about, and uh, they're all over the community, man. Always seeing Cavens working on a cool new project right here in Norman. Gary and Co. stay busy, my friend. They I, stay very busy. Is Gary going to get uh, Christmas Day off? I, I don't know. Gary might have to work Christmas Day. With I, ho- the, I hope that he does. With all the things that he's got going on, who knows, man. I guess the I didn't realize that the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars owner Shad Khan is an Illinois alum. He is pushing hard to get Illinois five and seven in his hometown Gator Bowl. So that is that's in the works right now. It is in the works. A and M, if you haven't heard, cannot play in the Gator Bowl reportedly because of COVID. I think they're just kind of scared because of you know certain situations with their team. But we're trying to work on a deal where Wake plays Illinois in the Gator Bowl instead. What if this happens to OU in the Alamo Bowl? I'm guessing that they would, like, Oregon's not able to play, right? Maybe Oregon opts out because they're scared too. Who knows? OU would probably try to find someone real quick at the end, right? I would imagine so. I would hope so, yeah. Who is on the, oh God, imagine if they replaced... Uh, Oregon with USC. <laughs> Here we go. I That game would be sold out. We'll play it, but Lincoln Riley has to coach it. I don't have plans right now to go to the Alamo Bowl, but if USC somehow was like, all right, we'll go play Oklahoma, I, I'm like, I, I, it, I'm there. Like, I, I don't care what we have obligations-wise that, that, that day yeah, at the station. Yeah, you have to go. I know we got a pre- and a post-game show to do. I'm telling management, like, I'm sorry. I will be attending the OU-USC Alamo Bowl game, okay? That is going to happen. And, yes, I know there is a 0% chance that that's who would fill Oregon's slot in the Alamo Bowl, but a guy can dream, right? A guy can dream. And Bob, oh baby, he would run up that score and it'd be a real fun handshake at midfield after the conclusion of the game. It would be Woo! fantastic. Woo! Lincoln Riley would uh, magically have personal matters to attend to. He cannot make the postgame press conference. Yeah, they would have an interim head coach maybe. Who, who knows? But I'm sure Muleshoe wouldn't be there. The only agreement where we play the game, he has to coach it and he has to talk to the media. Yeah, I, I, 
Also interesting that Bama staff, they, they have a couple of guys that have COVID right now. Bill O'Brien, their offensive coordinator, and Doug Marone. I, reportedly, they've got mild symptoms, and, and, and they'll be okay for the college football semifinals on New Year's Eve, but dang, man. I mean, even though I'm not that heavily invested in the playoff this year with Bama playing Cincinnati and Georgia playing Michigan, at the same time, I am a college football fan, and if the playoff games are altered or affected by COVID and somebody has to forfeit a semifinal game, that's going to be – that's going to suck. That's going to be extremely unfortunate. I mean, it would take a massive outbreak for for that to be the case, right? I mean, it's, you're playing the game. I mean, if, if you're down a couple of starters, you're down a couple of starters. In Alabama – They'll be okay if they've got a couple starters. Yeah, they've got players that can step in and play the game. Yeah, and be just fine. And probably cover the spread. But Uh, that does make you nervous a little bit, right? Your coaches being around the players. Sure. A little Uh, over a week out. Blaine sends us, wakes AD John Curry, who he, he used to be at Kansas State, by the way, says there are teams that have already played in bowl games that have expressed interest in playing them in the Gator Bowl. Quote, Whatever waivers might need to be in place to enable that to happen are likely to happen, end quote. So I wonder who gets to make that call. Does Wake get to make the call on what replacement team that they play? Or does the Gator Bowl get to pick on which team that they play? I'm going to guess it's probably the Gator Gator Bowl Bowl gets to make that selection, right? But it would be awesome if they're like, Wake, whoever you want to play, uh, go figure it out, man. Like Whoever you want to play, go ahead and go do it. Well, and unfortunately for Shad Khan and the fighting Illini, I, I don't think that, I mean, let, let's be real here. Coastal Carolina might be more attractive than Illinois. Oh, yeah. They're probably saying, Chad, shut up, okay? We're trying to get someone who won more than five games this year, okay? What ratings, dude? Sit back. Like, we'll get to Illinois if no one else says yes, Mr. Khan, okay? But can you please just sit back and be quiet while we try to figure this thing out, please? Illinois like... Option 15. What day is the uh, is the Gator Bowl on, by the way? I'm, I'm trying to find it because I, I was going to, su- to suggest, let's just roll with OU. It's on, it's on New Year's Eve at 10 a.m. Yeah, never mind. I was going to suggest that OU just goes from San Antonio, plays Oregon, <laughs> and then goes to uh, Jacksonville to play in the Gator Bowl, but that's 10 a.m. Central time. I don't think any of us want to go through that. It'd be so. pretty awesome, though, if Bob Stoops can go 2-0 in these bowl games. I think he would have an 80% win percentage. That, yeah, if Bob would, Bob could have one-fifth of OU's wins <laughs> this year if he did that. 12-win <laughs> OU because they won two postseason games. And you know what? Bob would probably take on that challenge to play on the 29th, get one day of rest with travel, and then go play Friday at 10 a.m. against a top-20 Wake Forest team. We don't care. Time or place, we're ready to go. And you know what? I think Bob would win both of those games, by the way. He'd drill Oregon, and it'd be a close game against Wake, and they'd win the Gator Bowl. We're intercepting Hartman at least four times. Yeah. Kendall says, how come no one is contacting the Bixby Spartans? Dude, no joke. They <laughs> Bixby nobody's, might... <laughs> nobody's trying to lose the bowl game, man. Bixby might be your uh, best option. My gosh, they are unbelievable. They have turned into the, not a, the Oklahoma high school football powerhouse over the past, what, 
four years or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been incredible. And uh, I don't think that they're going away anytime soon, especially if they keep getting uh, Presley brothers to go through there, which <laughs> right. I, I, I guess there's a, there's a younger one that's about to come through the system that's awesome, that's awesome as well. Is Oklahoma going to get in the, the mix on any of those kids? Uh, I mean, obviously not with the two older ones. Right. Um, one's already at Oklahoma State and one just signed with Oklahoma State. Um, I, I think that they're going to find that not going after Braylon was a mistake, so hopefully they don't make that mistake again if any Presley brothers are rolling through there. Well, and then at that point, do you just keep it in the family with the youngest? Yeah, maybe so. I mean, it's going to be hard to win that recruiting war against his yeah. two older brothers. So when I think what a lot, when, when OU fans think of Millwood, they might think of, oh, gosh, the Woods brothers. Rashawn, Donovan, Dewan. Uh, OSU had a ton of success with the Woods brothers back in the day there. And I wonder if that's going to be like the new, new Millwood thing with the Woods brothers is, oh, well, OSU really struck gold with the uh, Presley brothers up there at Bixby. That'll be like page B of the newspapers around here moving forward, though, yeah. for Oklahoma fans. It. You might only see Oklahoma State next season, and then that's it. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, Text line before we get to Chris Landry next segment. Send Tulsa University fresh off a Myrtle Beach Bowl over Old Dominion. Go to you. There you go. Sure. I'm really invested in um, Wake Forest getting to play someone, though. I'm really invested in Chad Khan not getting his wish that Illinois plays in the game. Also in on that. Chase OC says Army is going to drone strike Mizzou today. Yes, I think we all hope that happens. Go Army, beat Mizzou. Texas is available. Crying face emoji. <laughs> they are. Didn't A&M's quarterback transfer? They have no quarterback for bowl game. Another reason we need to move the portal, transfer, entry, and deadline date. That, that's a theory out there. Is like, yeah, A&M has like no quarterback, essentially, so that's they're just kind of ducking out of this game. Has anybody checked in on Billy Lucci? Is he okay? Uh, no, he's probably not okay. He's still probably trying to troll OU fans over the overall recruiting rankings. It's like, hey, Billy, bud, uh, forget about recruiting rankings. Look at overall record throughout the past decade or so, all right? Because it, it, ain't, it ain't been close. Yeah, we, we need to play those guys and beat them again. Yeah. All right, we'll take a timeout. We got a cool guest coming up next segment, one of my favorite guests that we have on the show, Chris Landry, LandryFootball.com. Uh, this dude is all-knowing about football. Um, he's, he's got inside information. He knows all about the coaching rumors that go on and everything. And I, I want to ask him about Brent Venables. I want to ask him about Jeff Lebby. I, I want to ask him if everyone is as, opt- is as optimistic outside the state as we are inside the state. So stick around. Chris Landry, Landry Football, coming up next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Hey, Seth, you keep giving the gifts that keep giving all year long, especially during the Great Savings Event. Andy, we give the most at Seth Wadley Buick GMC in Pauls Valley all the time. I hear you're giving major savings during the Great Savings Event. At Seth Wadley, sure we're having a sale. But every month, year in and year out, we give our customers the best prices and the best customer service because we want your business for life. Whether it's new or used trucks, you always have the best selection, especially now at Seth Wadley Buick GMC in Pauls Valley. 
Come see millions of truck inventory for you to save on. There's a reason why Seth Wadley Buick GMC Chevy is the store with more. We give more discounts, more selection, and more for your trade. In fact, we'll buy your car or truck, even if you don't buy from us. Tell them why you're the truck king out here in the country, Seth. That's our promise of oil changes and engines for life on newer used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. So get to the store with more. Seth Wadley Buick GMC on the east side of I-35 at exit 72 in Falls Valley. Or click SethWadleyGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. You're simply the best. Happy New Year from all of us here at Riverwind. Come kick off 2022 in the best way. With a big win on the best new game. Don't miss our $80,000 rockin' and reelin' giveaway. With five times entries, Mondays and Tuesdays. This might just be your best year yet. You're simply I'm Noble McIntyre at McIntyre Law. We have over 100 years of experience fighting for Oklahomans injured in automobile or semi-truck accidents. Distracted driving is an epidemic. According to government studies, there are 1.6 million accidents each year caused by distracted driving while using cell phones. One in four of all crashes now involve texting and driving. If you have been injured and want to know more about your rights, call us at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. Download our new app today. Jets New York Slice is glad to be cooking lunch and dinner for you. That's right, Jets New York Slice is open and more. We have all your favorite pies hot and ready when you arrive. Order by the slice or the pie. We have all your favorite toppings and crusts. Wanting pasta, sandwiches, or salad? Jets New York Slice has it ready for dine-in or pickup. Call in your order at 237 237- 3001 or swing by for dine-in or pickup east off of I-35 off 19th Street near the USC Federal Credit Union. Ahoy, mate! This is Tyler McComas from The Rush. Have you been sailing the seven seas in search of your favorite liquor? Drop anchor. Captain Jack's is a nice, relaxed, laid-back liquor store on Northeast 12th Street. They have a vast selection of liquor, beer, and wine in their 3,000-square-foot storefront. Stop by and check out the ocean-painted floor and boat-shaped catch register. With the holidays just around the bend, right now is the perfect time to sail by and stock up for your holiday and family gatherings. Weigh anchor and hoist the mizzen to Captain Jack's Wine, Rum, and Spirits in Norman, 2400 Northeast 12th Avenue on the corner of Rock Creek and 12th. For the Sooners, this bowl season means duck season. I say it's duck season, and I say fire! And the Sooners will have a bit of revenge on their minds. Well, you don't want me talking about the 2006 game. <laughs> Keep it tuned to the Ref Radio Sports Network for all of the best coverage of the Sooners taking on the Oregon Ducks in the Alamo Bowl. Presented by Windstone Construction. Building on your land or theirs. Windstone Construction is your premier home builder and bring you all of our coverage of the Alamo Bowl. Make the right call. Remember the Alamo! Remember, the Ref is your home for all of your Alamo Bowl coverage. The Ref Sports Radio Network. It is the rush on the Ref. Tyler McComas, Josh Helmer in for Teddy Lehman today. And I can't say it enough, although I've already said it, what? three times today how much I love Chris Landry as a guest on this radio show I do I love Chris as a radio guest he's an awesome guy 
Uh, and he's, he's an extremely bright football mind, and we welcome him to the show now, Chris Landry of LandryFootball.com. Chris, good to talk to you. It's been a while um, having you on because i got to know, the excitement here in Norman is incredibly high because everyone thinks that Brent Vittables is the right guy for the job. Where you sit, do you think that OU got kind of the home run, grand slam hire that we all think it is? Well, you know, we never know how good these hires are going to work out. It's kind of like a draft class or a recruiting class. We'll know three, four years from now, but um, I like it. Um, in fact, I liked it before they made the decision. Um, it, it is what, in, in my past appearances with you, I've expressed an overall concern under Lincoln, as good of an offensive coach as he was, that I always felt there was a limit to as a head coach to him because I think everything he did in that program was tailored towards how his offense looked. And certainly it is more of an offensive game with the rule changes. You still have to put more emphasis on your defense than I think he did at a championship level. Good enough to win in the Big 12, and I think he'll do very well out in the Pac-12 that way, I just did not like the fit him leading Oklahoma into the SEC because I think that, you know, I mean, it's who you recruited, how you organized practice, how he ran the pace of the game. It was all about his offense, and I just didn't think that even when they played better defense, it wasn't championship-level defense. And I felt like Oklahoma was always in a position as a program potentially to get not only recruited elite defensive talent, but to play better complementary ball. So I've always said, why can't Oklahoma be more like Clemson? And Clemson is a team that has played pretty good defense and have modified their pace of their offense. They'll go fast at times, but they don't need to you know, run 85, 90 plays every game offensively. So I think getting someone that is uh, a defensive coach, that has come from Clemson, ironically, makes a lot of sense. And I think, and certainly someone who has a great deal of experience with Oklahoma, which is not a necessity, but a positive, a boost. So I like it. Um, I, what I now, I, I like it on the surface because I'm going to make some assumptions. Assumptions can always be dangerous when you make assumptions. Sometimes you look like the first three letters of the word. <laughs> That's right. But, all right, so now one of the things I would say, and I've not really asked him or had a chance to do it, and maybe he'd been asked, maybe he's addressed this. But, all right, great. He went out and hired Jeff Levy. Now, what does that mean? Does it mean that because Jeff Levy is the ultimate Art Browse, I want to run 90 plays a game type of guy. So now the head coach is a defensive coach who will have the final say, whereas – now, the offensive coordinator is along the same lines of what Lincoln wanted to do. How, what conversations have been had? Because, you see, I think in order to be championship level, national championship level, you have to do a couple of things on offense. You have to be equally as efficient in the two-minute offense as well as the four-minute offense, meaning if you're going to be a championship-level team, you've got to have a defense that has better talent and you can play to a better place and better complementary ball. I know Alabama is the gold standard, and maybe no one thinks that anybody can be like Alabama, but if you look at what they've done, they've become offensive-oriented. But yet, they not so much this year, 
But in the past, they've been able to, with a 17-point lead, they're able to go on an eight-minute drive, score another touchdown, game over. If you are not equipped to do that, then your offense has to score and score and score and score and score and never stop scoring or else, you know, you're never out of a game, but you also, you know, never quite put games away. And it's kind of like the opposite has taken place at Georgia, right? They're great on defense, but boy, if, if you, somebody penetrates their offense like Alabama did, can they score enough points? Well, well they weren't good enough. We'll see if they're good enough sure. in the playoffs. So, with Oklahoma, it's now what are they going to be? I, I like what Brent is, but what <clears throat> what is his tone or touch and tenor going to be to how he's going to run this program? Because Jeff can run it, but, you know, hey, Jeff, can we run this and run Temple to score points, but can we throttle it down and run? Because what he likes to do is direct, I mean, not only literally related, but he's directly into the art browse, which is the running game on tempo. Well, that's great, but can you run it? And, you know, in college, you, you clock stopped after first down. So can you huddle a little bit? Can you slow? Is everything de- 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 dependent on the quick pace? That, to me, would make the hire less appealing than it than it than if he's a little bit more complimentary. And I'm gambling on the idea that I think they've had that, and I think he has this view of it. So we'll see how it plays out. But I do like it. I like the potential to recruit a different level of player on defense to get a little deeper because I think the problems on defense have been the the tempo and the imbalance, but also the personnel and how they play it. You know, Because the defense for them was just, just don't worry about stops. Just get a turnover so we can get the offense another possession. That to me is, you know, it's like a, you know, basketball team. You have a bad shooting night. That's why you end up kind of getting to a certain point, but can't crack that ceiling. That's what I think Oklahoma is very capable of doing. In fact, I'll say this, you know, getting to the playoffs and having that glass ceiling, once they go to the SEC, there won't be any more playoffs unless you crash that glass yeah. ceiling because you won't, yep. you won't get to that playoffs now. You, you, you got a tougher path. So I like it. But only if Brent does the things that I'm talking about that I that I think are really um, imperative, and I and I think he's more, certainly more inclined to do that than Lincoln was ever going to do it. So I I like the chances better going into the SEC with him than than with Lincoln, and we'll see if if I'm all wet or if it works out. Chris, what do you think about some of the hires that Brent Venables has made? I, I don't know how much you know about all of these guys, but Oklahoma fans are certainly. When you think about the defensive side of the football with Brent Venables, they're excited about that, but they're excited about the return of toughness with strength and conditioning, with Jerry Schmidt coming back to Oklahoma. Ted Roof has been announced as the defensive coordinator and linebackers coach, and Brandon Hall we know is going to coach safeties and Miguel Chavis defensive ends. So how much do you know about all of those guys, and what do you think about some of the hires that have been made by Venables so far? Yeah, I know the guys pretty well. I know Ted very well. He's been around football for a long time, and certainly Brent knows what he wants the defense to look like and play like and the attitude, the temple. I think, if nothing else, the the defense will play with an attitude and an energy and a purpose that it was almost like um, you guys don't screw it up for our offense type of attitude. Now it's going to be like, 
this is this is this is what we're going to need to do, which is why I think that it may work out a little bit better from the complimentary style. But like him, I think Brendan's really good coach. Chavis is as well. I do like Jerry Smith uh, a, a lot. I think Jerry's a really good strength and conditioning coach. I do think toughness, better line of scrimmage play, all of those things are important. And you're not going to get uh, a really more bright. And, and by the way, Jeff did haul the offense at, at Ole Miss. Yep. And uh-huh. for people who are wondering, now the – Team, the design is a little bit more lane. The tempo is all levy, which is why I I say with you know excitement, but also with some trepidation. You know how is because I think great coaches adjust. Jeff is really good. He's ready for this. I think he was the better. I, I thought he, quite frankly, would have been a better fit as Central Florida's head coach than Gus Malzahn personally. But, you know, I think it's a great move for him because now he can go and be the offensive coach for the, the defensive head coach, which will allow him to get out of the shadows of Lane a little bit because, um, heck, Lane was trying to get jobs this offseason and couldn't get them. And, and so Jeff, I think, feels like, man, this is a really good opportunity for my career. And obviously this is a, pl- this is a place that he loves, a chance to go back to OU. Um, that, that was – Ole Miss to Oklahoma is not a lateral move to begin with, but when you throw in the fact that that's your school, I mean, it was a no-brainer for him. Yeah. Hey, Chris, last question. By the way, Chris Landry is our guest. Go check out his website, LandryFootball.com. A a lot of good scoop up there at uh, LandryFootball.com. You, you, you talk briefly about Jerry Schmidt, and yeah, people are excited about Britt Vittables around here first and foremost, but man, just the that, that return, because everyone remembers what OU looked like in the early 2000s when, when he was the strength and conditioning guy. Success at Notre Dame, success at Florida. I mean, A&M won an Orange Bowl last year with Jerry Schmidt there. It seems like he's been a success every single place that he's been. We know his history and his resume, but what I'm asking you is in coaching uh, coaching circles, is he still thought to be in 2021 as one of the best strength guys in the country? Well, I think he is. Um, You know, to me, I think that position is, in a lot of ways, the most important hire because they are the guys with your team all year long. The off-season conditioning program, everything, the team building, uh, the accountability, uh, the toughness—that is in today's world of football. That those are the only people that can be around them enough to be able to implement that enough. And you know, I believe you win championships by how you practice, how you prepare, and you don't win them in September through December. You win them in how you prepare and how you live the game. And I think Jerry's done that very well. And I haven't heard or seen anything that would suggest that he's not the same guy that he used to be or he's maybe lacking in energy or he's lost an edge or he's tired or not feeling well and that would be the only thing that would make him um you know he's also a guy that that is is uh, very aggressive and looking at different ways to do things so yeah there's there's no question that he had a tremendous impact and by the way you just brought up something that I thought was really important is one of the things that I think not just with Jerry, but the early 2000s, you know, and, and I know Teddy's not there, but you know, when Teddy was there with the defensive personnel, when they were lining up and they were playing, you know, the national championship game against LSU, that was a defense that was, you know, right there. It's 
well, statistically was the best defense of the country that year. So it was one of the best defenses. Yeah. Yet they had an offense that moved the football. Now they didn't they didn't kill their defense with the temple back then. And so my hope again not to be so repetitive that it makes people nauseous, but you know, it's it's kind of what I said at the beginning is, man, if you can, you know, get to the point where you've got playmakers, yes, you score but you can mix your tempo and make it tough on people and get more defensive players, have a tougher line of scrimmage mentality, you know, because that's what it's going to take in the new league. And I, I just, I'm excited about where it potentially could be. And I think he's done some of those things. And, and I'm, um, I, I'm going to make some assumptions that he's, he's taken, had some of those conversations with Jeff that this is how we want it to look. So, you know, I think it's, it's important. And I do think, while the the temple wasn't really ideal at at Ole Miss, I thought they at least allowed DJ Durkin to have some some success on defense because I thought there were a couple of games this year they won at Ole Miss on defense. So it, that's important to understand, you know, because I do think that Jeff is going to be a huge part of how well their defense at Oklahoma is going to play by his style of offense. So I, I you know I do share the excitement that that Sooner fans have, and I. Um, I hope it's not false ones, but it's legitimate that I think that um, I'm I'm much more comfortable. And it's funny how things work. It's I went through a lot of a lot of fires and a lot of trials and tribulations and frustrations and angst and and probably vitriol. But you know what? It, it may work out the best for him. Uh, we'll see. Chris, you're the best man. I appreciate you stopping by. That's great information. Hey, Merry Christmas, guys, and Happy New Year. Merry Christmas to you as well. That's Chris Landry of LandryFootball.com. Go check his stuff out today, especially since it's bowl season. Maybe Chris has something up about who's going to play Wake Forest in the uh, bowl game. I think that there's some news about that. Uh, We'll tell you about that coming up next. We'll close up hour number two of the rush right here on the home of the Sooner fans. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Hey, Seth, you keep giving the gifts that keep giving all year long, especially during the Great Savings event. Andy, we give the most at Seth Wadley Buick GMC in Pauls Valley all the time. I hear you're giving major savings during the Great Savings event. At Seth Wadley, sure we're having a sale. But every month, year in and year out, we give our customers the best prices and the best customer service because we want your business for life. Whether it's new or used trucks, you always have the best selection, especially now at Seth Wadley Buick GMC in Pauls Valley. Come see millions of truck inventory for you to save on. There's a reason why Seth Wadley Buick GMC Chevy is the store with more. We give more discounts, more selection, and more for your trade. In fact, we'll buy your car or truck even if you don't buy from us. Tell them why you're the truck king out here in the country, Seth. That's our promise of oil changes and engines for life on newer used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. So get to the store with more. Seth Wadley Buick GMC on the east side of I-35 at exit 72 in Falls Valley. Or click SethWadleyGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Does life look different for you? Have you been laid off and find yourself unemployed and looking for health insurance? Don't panic. Call the insurance experts, Bob and Robert. Allison Insurance has over 75 combined years of experience and their team wants to ensure you we have health care solutions to fit your needs. We can help you find affordable insurance for you and your family. You are not alone. Allison Insurance has the winning team that will ensure your health care needs are a win. Call Allison Insurance at 405-745-2968 or out of the metro, call 1-800-580-5587. Call the insurance experts, Bob and Robert, at Allison Insurance, 
405-745-2968 or out of the metro area, 1-800-580-5587. Whether you're looking for the perfect gifts to dazzle your loved ones or choosing a present for yourself, you can rely on our elves at Mitchell's Jewelry. We have a tremendous selection of wish list favorites like stacking bracelets, diamond hoop earrings, and diamond studs, plus the favorite trend-setting delicate gold necklaces and paperclip chains. Don't make Santa wonder what you want. Let's get your wish list started. Enjoy ample parking, our sparkling clean showroom, plus complimentary gift wrap. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. When you buy or sell your home, you want someone you trust and the most information possible. Sally Vodder has more than 29 plus years experience making her clients the best deal in Norman. Sally and all her elite realtors at Vodder Real Estate strive to serve their customers and community with the best customer service and integrity possible. Call Sally today at 405-360-5635 and let her help you and your family make an informed real estate transaction. Hi, I'm Monica Paris, Client Relationship Manager at Valiance Bank Norman. Valiance is a locally owned and operated bank catering to the needs of business professionals and executives throughout the Norman community. We are conveniently located in Norman's University North Park. Business in Norman is growing and so are we. We welcome you to come by the bank and meet one of our friendly bankers or better yet, give us a call at 405-286-5750. Valiance Bank, experience the difference. Are you ready for your holiday office party this year? Sooner Bowling Center knows that after last year, a lot of you missed out on that great annual tradition. With private rooms, catering, a full service bar, and a game room, plus their new patio, it is the perfect place to host your party this year. Call today to book your party with Sooner Bowling Center, 360-3634, or visit SoonerBowl.com. And don't forget Social Butterfly Catering for all of your holiday events at your home or your office, 405-360-3634 today. Now is the perfect time to join the Trails Golf Club in Norman with special membership rates for new members. Take advantage of the great weather and all the social activities the Trails Golf Club has to offer. The Trails is an 18-hole championship golf course. Plus, add in the fact that they have many great activities for the entire family. The Trails is the perfect place for you and your family to enjoy all year long. Call Brittany Wheeler today at 364-3790. What is a good neighbor? It's someone nearby who helps make your life a little easier. I'm State Farm Agent Julia Chu, and my team and I take time to understand your insurance and financial needs. So whether you're preparing for retirement or in need of auto, home, life, or business insurance, get the kind of help you'd expect from a good neighbor. Visit the Julia Chu Agency or call 329-3311. Come visit at our new location, 701 Wall Street, Norman. Hour number two of The Rush brought to you by Cavens Construction Group. If you're in the need for any sort of facilities maintenance or residential roofing, give Cavens a call today. 405-573-3048. That's 405-573-3048. Or check them out, cavensconstruction.com. OU and Alcorn State tonight, 7 o'clock on, what is that, uh... Bally Sports Plus is what it's on, okay? I'll still be watching that over the OKC Thunder game. I, I can tell you that much. OU minus 26 and a half. Will they cover? 
the 26th and a half tonight against the Alcorn State Braves? Yes. Really? Yep. What's the uh, final score? If, uh, I mean, if you don't, if you don't mind telling me, eighty-two. I need twenty-seven, huh? Uh, eighty-two to. Gosh, maybe they. Maybe we. I need to give more points than that. Maybe I know. They, I do. I do think that they cover as well. I think that they cover the twenty-six and a half. I think that there's knowing Porter the way that 80, uh, we all 87 to 60 87 60 I, I think that there's gonna be oh gosh you have just uh just a cover that's right by the hook wow maybe a backdoor cover I think Porter's gonna push pretty hard to have a really nice finish to non-con play into the Christmas break so I, I would expect him to play well especially after you know they, they won what Sunday but they had a lot of turnovers that day so 17. I'm going to guess maybe not as many turnovers in this game. They play a cleaner basketball game, which means probably a, a better offensive output than what they had on Sunday afternoon. Need another fast start. They've been getting off to those, it seems like, every oh game Oh, my gosh. Lately. I know. They were up on Arkansas, like, what, 11 to nothing, something like that. They were up on Florida big, and they were up uh, on UTA on Sunday. UTA is, like, seven minutes of the game, and they finally scored. It's weird. All right, hour number three coming up next. Join the Unlimited Club at Oki Express Auto Wash. You can wash your car every day for one low monthly price. And right now, you can sign up for just $10 your first month at Oki Express Auto Wash. Now with 12 metro locations. Sports Talk, 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, the REF Sports Radio Network. Smart decisions bring the biggest returns, like the 2021 GMC Sierra, built on a foundation of professional-grade engineering that brings a strong performance year after year. 